Because a lot of people like talking about how their money can grow rather than death. We, we had you on a couple weeks ago just to talk, touch briefly about a new lead campaign that you were hopping on. So uh, why don't you share with us your general thoughts about it so far? Yeah, so far. Thanks for joining us this week on the Elite Sales Podcast. I'm joined in studio this week. Victor Rodriguez, my man. Hey, pleasure meeting you with, with a fresh cut <laughs> coming in to, to join us. We got John Background co-hosting. How you doing? Uh, we got a couple of remote guests, but before I get into that, we actually have a big, we have a big discount coming up. Yep. 80%, right? 80%. 80%. So the uh you just get you know, all the exact details. It's a warehouse sale. <laughs> it's like everything must go. Right. Yeah. It's a crazy Gideon sale. For, you guys remember that? Yeah. Sorry, so we got gold, silver, and bronze leads off of the ILC, the Integrity Lead Center. Yeah, gold, silver, and bronze, which means they're age leads, mm -hmm. but they're internet-generated leads. Life leads are 80% off. That's right. I said 80% off. So the cost per lead is going to be $0.60, cents, $0.30, cents, and $0.15, cents respectively. That's wow. crazy. Right. Never, never seen that before, right? Right. Really good for a good uh, brand-new agent as well. Good for brand-new agents. Yeah. Medium length agents, yeah. long time veteran agents. I mean, what, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is. I mean, like that. That's just that's stupid. That's yeah, like a stupid yeah. price. So I mean, if you guys want to uh, load up your inventory, go on, go on the IC starting tomorrow. The yeah, the code is swim two three. So the whole thing, the whole the whole reason for this is you know, Sean Mike is trying to to ramp everybody up to have. An opportunity to qualify for the cruise. Mm -hmm. In order for us to be able to do that, you got to talk to enough people. So the thing is, regardless of what whatever the lead type is, if you, if they're that cheap, I mean, stock up. Right. You, right. you can't say it's not within your budget. Is really whether or not you're really committing to yourself or not to, to committing to your business at this point. So load up for as much as you can. Let's let's get the activity up. And for all those people that uh, build in a request, there's people out there that need help. Right. 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 Yeah, John and I just did a Q&A earlier and we had Solomon on. Yes, he, he asked a question. What did he, what did he talk about? Yeah, so he had a client and he had, uh, you know, somebody filled out information, 53-year-old, and he did actually have life insurance, but he filled out a request. So he was lost. He was looking for things. Then he he just, you know, he Solomon kept the conversation going. He tried to blow Solomon off initially. Right. right. Kept it going. What are you looking for? What do you need? And he started talking about, you know, what am I doing for my retirement? I'm thinking about, you know, what could I do? How can I make my money last longer? What happens after I get off of work? All these things that, that was brought up. Right. So, I mean, so, so the thing is people, people didn't fill it out for no reason. I mean, they may, they may have forgot that they filled it out. You may have caught them at a bad time. They said they're not interested or, or they already took, got it taken care of, but why did they take the time to actually fill it out? So, you know, our, our advice was keep, keep the conversation going, ask some questions, ask some probing questions, just be like, well, why did you fill this out? You know, what was the, was the biggest priority you wanted to cover? Whatever it may be, but just try to try to at least figure out how you can help them. And at the very least, even if you can't help them, figure out why they're filling this out. Yeah. Because it'll help you with the future calls that you make. Yeah. To add to that, you know, I have a good experience on working H leads. They're H leads for a reason, right? So H leads means they might've filled it out from 15 days ago to 30 days ago to two to three months ago. But it doesn't really matter. This is where it's the highest return of investment when you, you get a sale from this H lead because they're 60 cents. 
right? How many, how many leads can you get for 200 leads? How much does that cost? Less than 100, 200 bucks, right? right? So how much money do we make off of one sale? So you get 200 at-bats to make one sale and you're profiting two to three times from your investment. True. Right? Now, what do you got to do to it? You got to put in the work. You got to dial these 200 at-bats. You, you got to make the calls. <laughs> you got to swing and swing and swing. And this is where our conversation comes in. How much conversation are you going to have from them? You're going to get blown off. Okay. You only need to sell one out of 200. You're going to get struck out 199 at a time. But this is where you find out, okay, did they take care of their life insurance? Are they looking to compare? Are they looking to replace? Are they, they, they're looking for more, right? Maybe they took care of their life insurance for their family member, but is the spouse covered? Are the kids covered? Even if you sell like mutual of Omaha's children's whole life, a $10 sale, you're in the money. Yep. And then now you have a future pot, a potential client, future sales, possible annuities, anything can happen from there. Right. And the key, the key to making these calls too is, is not just, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call through all these people. You got to call through all these people, each one sequentially as if they're brand new. Right. So the thing is, you let's say let's say the first one or two people you, you talk to, they tell you to go f off. They, huh. they tell you to go to hell. They hang up on you, whatever it is, and then you're in the and then you're like, ah, it's so unfair. <laughs> and then and then you carry that negativity into the next call. The, I guarantee you, your your level of productivity and your level of effectiveness will continuously yeah. wane because you're carrying that same energy into those next ones. So if you continue to call, I mean, just treat it like a brand new, like just have have selective memory. Mm-hmm. Leave the leave the past one out if it wasn't right. a good experience, and just keep moving forward. Yeah, use your enthusiasm too. You know, don't don't feel like because the last client beat you up, you're gonna carry that over to your conversation, and you're like, oh, you didn't fill this out. Okay, next. You know, give them an effort. You know, put in the effort, put in the try of like helping these clients out. Aside from you making money from it, you've had people tell you to f off and all all the time. Yeah, all the time. Uh, But what I was gonna touch on is kind of like the saying where it says your your attitude is your altitude. So one thing that I've noticed when I'm when I'm making these phone calls is I try to focus on the positive and the positives of the Cause sometimes I, I've gone into some calls with a with a negative mindset, where it's like, oh, they're not gonna answer, and next thing you know, nobody answers. But I've also gone with the mindset of everybody's gonna answer today, and maybe not everybody answers, but you know what? Two, three, do answer, close one or two, and like John said, all you need is that one sale to make your profit back. So I think energy has a lot to do with it. You know, you what you attract. Um, how how are you going into these calls? What's your mindset? And if you really just got to take 10 minutes to yourself, you know, breathe in, breathe out, regroup and go back to those calls. Yeah. There's definitely a law of, law of attraction it's definitely in yeah. play anytime that we do anything on a continuous basis. Cause you know, they're going to respond how you respond. Right. right. Yeah. And, and uh, another thing, you know, if, if they do have their um, insurance, don't, don't miss out on the referral there. Hey, I'm glad you have, you're, you're well protected. By the way, who do you know that might benefit from this information that we provide here? I think that's, you know, fall short on the referral. Yeah. So it's like, even if they tell you to F off, just be like, all right, now that you want me to F off, do you know anyone else that doesn't want me to F off? <laughs> right. Make something carry happen, that energy. Right? Carry that energy. <laughs> Right. What were you saying? So speak on that too. Like for the people that that uh, do carry on that baggage, you know, they're yelling at you. They're they're telling you to f off. What did what did, what did you say? You like you felt bad for them, or you kind of oh, felt yeah, for them? Yeah, I was I was talking to Trent you know, yeah. yesterday. So he 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 sent the he sent the text out to a client because he's been trying to reach him. He, and then this guy said, "Is like, why don't you go after yourself, you mother effort, blah blah blah." And then he said, "Like, 
have a good day, go F yourself. And, uh, and then like, I was like, boy, this guy was like upset. So then Trent replies back and he's like, wow, three F words in, in one, in one uh, uh, paragraph. He's like, he's like, he's like, I, I, you, you must be going through something. Sorry to hear about that. Just try to do my job. Have a nice day. And then the guy actually replied back and he's like, all right, you're right. He's like, I, I took it a little too far. I mean, he's, he's like, right. I, I went, through, I'm going through some stuff. I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have been like that. So I don't know. You, you catch people at different, different, different uh, moods and throughout the day. And yeah, sometimes man. it's just bad timing. Sometimes they've been hit up by a bunch of other telemarketers and they right. just lump you in with, as if you're, they're thinking you're the same person. But I mean, like whenever that, that happens, whenever people tell me to F off, which it's happened, you know, not, not too much in my personal life, you know, right. I won't say never, but, <laughs> but hope you're enjoying the video so far. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, comment, anything to help us help support the algorithm so we can continue to bring you more valuable content and continue to be part of your lives. Also, if you don't feel that it's providing you that much support since you're already at this point, like and subscribe anyway. But, um, you know, like when it comes to stuff like this, I never take it personally. It's always like, okay, wow. I kind of, I kind of feel a little compassion for them because they must be going through something really, really bad or to, to get them to like react that way because mm -hmm. it's not a normal response right so it's like who hurt you like what happened like what's going through in your life where you need to react this way and i think sometimes if we react a certain way we maybe we can try to get them to, to calm down and just talk to us but you know then again when those those other ones sometimes you gotta know when when it's time to move on like if you have enough mm -hmm. leads you can you should you should definitely move on because you got other people that you may not need to deal with all this stuff but I can feel for it, though, because I've been in the field. I've gone and seen these clients. I've seen, you know, age leads. I've seen, you know, ILC leads. And while presenting, kid you not, they were getting like 10 phone calls for the same thing right. over and over. They're getting Medicare calls. They're getting like solicitation for solar. They're getting another person on the other line saying, hey, we're here for the government help. But then, you know, the, the normal agents, VAs and, uh, and assistants calling and booking an appointment for them. I'm like, man, I can't even do my presentation because there's like five calls coming in. <laughs> so I feel it. But at the same time, understand if you're not getting the pickups, it's not you. It's because of them. They're getting 10 bombarded calls from someone else. So you do have to keep trying until they finally have that peace of mind or they right. felt like, who is this? Maybe this is important. They do pick up and, and that's your conversation right there. So like John said, remember, it's not your fault. It's their fault for filling out so much stuff online. Yeah. <laughs> They're retargeting <laughs> clients. It's true. Yeah, they did it to themselves. That's right. <laughs> You're just doing your job. Yeah. But moving on, Lu Luis, are you on? Are you on here? Yeah, I'm here. All right. So we got Luis Aldrete, you know, joining us. What, what, what city are you in? Where are you from? Uh, Long Beach. Long Beach. Hey, okay. LBC. I'm straight. So we, Luis and I, we actually, we actually uh, got on, got on a presentation with a client yesterday that we were able to help out with his retirement and get him set up with Luis's first annuity sale. Good job, right. man. Yeah. Good job, uh, man. Thank you. So just for all the, all the new people watching or people that <laughs> think annuities may be really complicated, don't even know where to start, walk us from the beginning. How did you come in contact with this client? How did you find about this money? How did you find out about annuities in general? Well, he was just a, a referral, so I, I he eventually came in looking for life insurance, which we're still going to try to do at the end of the day also. Right. Um, but then we started talking more about other things that he wanted for his uh, work on his retirement, things like that. So and then I ended up finding out that he had an IRA that was just sitting there. And I was like, well, why don't we put the IRA into an 
and honestly that way you know help that retirement fund grow a little bit more than it is because he was just he was just sitting there not doing anything so so how, mu- how much did you know about annuities going into the process <clears throat> not much not much um very little um as soon as we started working into that i started um carlos is the one um he's the one that told me to contact uh, you yep that you're the guy to talk to about the honorees. So I went from there right away. I started doing the training. I, I, I did what I had to do. And then I just went over there. Did you, did you do the annuity training prior, prior to me telling you to, or I don't remember the timeline exactly. No, no, no. I did it when you, once you told me, then I started going through the whole process at the same time that I was talking to, to him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just, just to recap for everybody. Carlos Uizada, shout out, my man. Carlos. Um, so he he brought in Luis into the business. He put us on a group text and said, like, hey, I think Luis found a guy that has money from it, sitting in an IRA. Can we do anything about it? Or he said do, he has a 401k or something. And I was like, I was like, I was like, hey, Luis, good to meet you. I'm like, I'm sure I'd love to help you out. Are you contracted with Athene, first of all? And then have you done the state annuity training? And then have you done the products trainings? And he says, and, you know, to much to Luis's credit, he was like, no, I haven't done anything, but I'll do that right away. Plenty of people tell me that they never, they never go through the training and I never hear from them again. Right? So, so that's, that's the first step. He actually took it seriously. He went through it, completed everything. And then he, he got back to me. He's like, he's like, Hey, I'm done with all the training. I'm contracted with the theme now. And I'm like, good. Perfect. All right, cool. I'm, now I'm like, send you these questions, go back to your client, ask them, Hey, you know, generally, what do you want about your, what do you want to do with your retirement? When you, when you anticipate needing this money, you know, how much, how much other, other retirement products do you have? So we can kind of get an idea which product to go with. He went, Luis went back and asked, collected the, um, the amount, came back with me the information. I put together an illustration and then, and then I was just like, when are you and the client free? And then from that point, he set the appointment. He said, Hey, here's, here's, here's what time he's free. When are you available? And then we set something up and then we led to last night's appointment. Close the deal that yeah. day. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, presented him. Albert, he helped me out present that on um, the illustration. Went through it. He answered all the questions. And yeah, the guy didn't say no. He was convinced. He knew that we're, that's where it had to be. He was, his money wasn't doing nothing. He saw the growth in it. And we went from there. Okay. Well, and, you know, just to be perfectly honest, I, I kind of forgot about the appointment. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I started doing something. I was doing, I was doing some other stuff. And then and I, I was, uh, I was at home, but I was, you know, I was working, working out in the yard and taking care of some stuff. And then, and then you shot me a text and you're like, Hey, I'm at the appointment now. I'm like, Oh, and I dropped everything. And I ran inside, put on the, put on the uh, earpiece and then just, just, just hopped on the laptop. But, um, but being that this is your first annuity and self admittedly, you didn't know very much about annuities. Can you walk us through the process? So I, you know, I, I gave you a call and I said, Hey, are you with the client? What happened from there? So we sat down. I was with the client. Um, I took took my um, tablet. I was right there. Um, Albert sent me the the illustration and the um, through email, and we just sat down. Albert presented it. We went through each page, talked about the lows, the highs, um, and yeah, yeah. The guy he asked a couple questions. Albert was able to help him out with the question. Um, and yeah, I was just pretty much sitting there, just ob- observing, learning, seeing how Albert was presenting it. That way, next time I can do a little bit more. Um, 
But yeah, it was. I thought it was going to be a lot harder. Uh, but no, like they say, you just have to go out there and just do the work. And eventually you'll start seeing everything kind of clicking together as you start going through it and right, starts right. making sense. The application, it was a little hard doing at first because it was my first one. Mm. Um, but same thing, I was shooting Albert text messages like, hey, what should I put here? What can I put here? He, he helped me out within an, an hour or so. I was out of there and closed the deal. I got a question yes. for you. Go for it. So when you were doing the application, since you're in the Albert's team, did Albert take a cut? No. <laughs> this is a free service <laughs> no. for everyone in our right. team, guys. <laughs> take advantage of it. Yeah. No, he, it was all help. It was all help. And then from the time frame, then, from the first time you were speaking to the client to getting set up with a, a presentation and then you getting your, your background of like Athene, uh, product training and uh, Athene, um, hours of CE, how long did that take from the initial time frame to finally closing the sale? So once I contact, I think I contacted Albert, it was towards the beginning of July. And then I believe by July 12th, I was already done with all the training and everything. How long, how long did it take for a theme to, for your writing number from a theme to come in from the time you started, you, you requested the, uh, the um, so once I did the training, it took maybe like two, three days. Oh. Yeah. Maybe like two days. Yeah. It was pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Cause so, so the, the thing about a theme is if for all of you agents that are out there being like, Hey, what if, what if an annuity opportunity comes up? What I don't want to miss out on it. Can I get contracted now? They want you to have business before you yeah. get contracted. Cause the thing is, if you have no production for a year, they terminate. Right. Right. Cause it costs them. It costs. So we understand why the, why the carriers are doing it. It's not because they're just being a bunch of meanies. It's appointment fees. <laughs> they're appointment fees. So they, yeah. they, it costs them money to keep you appointed because they're paying for the state appointment fee with the department of insurance. So it costs them money. And if you're not productive, I mean, as running a business, it wouldn't make sense for anyone to keep you. Right. right. You know, but if you're actively working, that's fine. But the thing is they recognize, look, if you have business that you're about to write and need it, you can get contracted then, right? Uh, Luis, I have a question for you. Uh, I know you mentioned this was a referral. Uh, was this like a family referral or was this a coworker? Uh, how did you it get was that a co referral? It was a coworker. Coworker. Yeah. Uh, now, was this something that maybe you brought up as a conversation to someone else and this person said, hey, you know what? I actually know somebody. Or was this a coworker that you spoke to directly? Uh, I spoke to him directly. Gotcha. So, okay. uh, like I said, we were talking about um, life insurance first. And then um, he was, and then that's when we, that's when he said he wanted to see what he can do with his retirement also. Uh -huh. And then that's when I brought up the, the idea of the honesty and he kind of did his own research, right. looked into it, see, and then he, he shot me a text back and he's like, all right, I want to look into it a little bit more. Once he told me that, that's when I, that's when I started hitting up Carlos up. Yeah. Well, what can I do next? So I can start going forward and making this happen. And then right. I went from there. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, it was pretty smooth. I thought it was going to be a lot harder, but no, it was pretty smooth transitions from the beginning. The whole process just went pretty quick. Right. Nice. So was there any doubt? Because I remember when you, when, you, when you booked, when you told me, hey, the client's free this time. And, I'm, and I said, I was at this time, this day. I'm like, well, I, I can't, I, I don't think I can physically go out to the appointment, even though it's somewhat local. It's not, not too far from the office here, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we were in the appointment was in Southgate. Okay. Oh, down so, the street from where I live. <laughs> hey, so should have called me. I would have went. 
Let me get contracted. For- no. So so when I when I told you, I'm I'm like, yeah, I don't think I can make it physically, but it'll be fine because I've done plenty of these. I'm like, just if you're planning going person, just just uh, as soon as you get in there, you know, set the table and then call me on speakerphone, and then I will walk you through the rest. I mean, did you think it was going to be more complicated because I wasn't physically there? Um, no, no, I. At first, um, well, I was kind of like, well, when you first did the answer, I was like, oh, man, I'm already here. What am I going to do now? <laughs> and then I was like, but once you shot, once you, you told me, you you're you're free. I, I was in there. I was talking to him for a bit. I set everything up. Um, once that phone call came through, it was just smooth, smooth selling from there. It wasn't too hard. It wasn't hard at all. Now, Luis, think about all the referrals are going to come because, you know, he's going to talk to uh, the other co-workers, too. Yeah. Other co-workers. Yeah. His brother-in-law. He already told me he's going to talk to his brother-in-law about it. So I'm going to go talk to his brother-in-law soon. Hopefully get that going also. That's awesome. So what what was the biggest takeaway from 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 Anuti in general? Like, what do you what do you think you've you've uh, you've learned? And how quickly do you think you'll be able to do this presentation yourself? Um, well, it was a lot, a lot, a lot going on. Um, so it was kind of hard at the same time trying to take notes and trying to make sure, you know, because you don't want to show the client, you know, that kind of, you know, the year new news. Uh, I I was taking just a lot of mental notes. I was Mm -hmm. taking notes on my phone a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, well, I, I yeah, I, I it's not, it's all good because the thing is I'll still be available. I mean, right. I just wanted to to see because I mean, I think I think this is the easiest way to learn because you can you can watch a bunch of videos. You can you can right. the key is to get out there and actually just do it. And then I think for for a lot of people that I helped along the way when I did the presentation afterwards, they're like, that was actually pretty simple. I think I can do it myself going forward. And I'm like, cool, that's actually what I want to hear. I mean, yeah, I'm, you, I'm, you I'm made it seem too you made it seem too easy. I was like. <laughs> Oh man, I was like, all right, I think I could do this. But yeah, I think I would take a couple more, maybe like two, three more presentations, and then I think I could probably handle it after that by myself. How long was that presentation when when Albert like presented the whole uh, illustration? It was like no more than 35 minutes. It was pretty quick. That was good. That's yeah. a, that's actually longer than the yeah. normal for for a presentation for me, but because typically it's yeah. just we, we get into it, then I set I set up the. I mean, he had he had a decent amount of questions actually. So that's yeah, he had questions. Yeah, but uh, normally I just go th- run through the presentation, make sure they understand, it, and I kick it over to the agent to do the application, and we're golden. But but um, yeah, I'm 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 glad you got your first experience. I mean, it's always really exciting for me to see when someone that has never done annuities knows knows nothing about it gets like just finds the right opportunity and then asks for help, and then boom, there happen. you are, made your first annuity sale. That's how it was, yeah. It was pretty easy because I was like, oh, I'm going to stick to doing final expenses, IULs. But then, I, yeah, this opportunity came and I was like, well, let me take it. I'm not going to learn no other way. So my there you go. best way to do it is doing it. Learn as you go. Right. Yeah. So what would be your advice to any agent out there that hasn't done annuities yet and then they come across they come across his money, but then they're just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Well, oh, how, how would you? <laughs> what, what would you tell them? <laughs> yeah, call Albert. <laughs> <laughs> call Big Al. <laughs> <laughs> he's the yeah, he's the guy to go to. No, just I would say just tackle it. You know, um, just go for it. Even if you don't know, just 
there's going to be help. You know, I, I figured this out that there's always people in here that are willing to help no matter what. So they don't try to take advantage of you. So, um, that's, that's the best thing. Ask for help and just tackle it. You know, you, best way to do it you're not going to learn if you run away from it so might as well just tackle it head on go straight forward and just do it yeah if i could add something up for anybody else that hasn't done an annuity um you're missing out on a lot of possible referrals if you don't know how to explain it on the basic level right so if luis was able to explain to his coworker. And now his coworker can explain it to other coworkers. He's going to get more sales. Absolutely. So I would suggest you learn the basics of how to explain how it's going to save money to the client and be able to explain it to your spouse or a friend, your mom, your brother. If you can explain it to your immediate family, how it's going to save people in their circle. Now they can refer you people, right? right? Like if I can explain that to somebody, like my wife just left her job. She had people that left her job. Well, I converted hers to an annuity. It was a small amount, but now she could say like, hey, this is what I did with my, my old right. 401k. Right. Now, if you got people that's, you know, leaving their jobs, switching over to a new jobs, like for example, like nurses, they switch to a new hospital. Well, what are they doing with their old 401k at that hospital? Someone's going to roll that over. <laughs> but if you have a friend or a family member that told them about, hey, John kind of knows annuities, right. talk to him. Albert knows something, talk to him. Right. And if I kind of piggyback from that, what I've learned as well is a lot of people like talking about how their money can grow rather than death. So if you can use that as a way in the door, hey, by the way, we do we do annuities. We we could teach you how to save money for the future. People are more open to that as well because they're not. And then next, you know, you throw in, hey, by the way, do you have life insurance? Let Mm -hmm. me show you how to uh, create generational wealth. God forbid if you pass away. Plus, if you just think about the psychology of a buyer, the thing is, Mm -hmm. the great thing about an annuity sale is. Typically within life insurance sale, you got to be like, hey, here's here's the benefit. Here's how it works. Here's how it's going to help you. Here's how to improve your situation. Here's how much it costs you every month going forward. Right. Yeah. And then for them, there's like, I see all that, but I don't want to pay this money every single uh, month. I don't want to come out of my account. I don't want to go through the physical pain of like making that payment. Whereas like when it comes to the annuity, it's money they already have sitting in something else. And like, why don't we just move that from he- from, from there to here? And here's how it benefits you in a different way and we'll walk through those. And on top of that, you get an 11% bonus with that product that we, we gave them. So it's a win-win situation. So right. Luis, growth. yeah, thank you very much for coming on and sharing. I know, I know you got a busy schedule, so uh, let's thank continue. Thank you on these. for having me. Yeah. Let's, let's get some more my man. Good yeah. Job, yeah, Luis. for sure. Yeah. Won't stop. Keep going. All sure. right, my man. All right. So that's, that's, that's always like a really cool, it's one of my favorite parts of the job, just getting someone new to right to start making some money in a different way that they've never done before. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It takes you back as well as a new agent, you know, cause I, we were all there in that position, Luis, you know, there were, we're kind of like, Oh damn, I don't know about this, but I'm still going to do it. There's a little fear. I'm incompetent, but knowing that you got a team around you, that's always willing to help. That's, that's, that's huge. Yeah, no, that's, that's totally true. Cause the thing is when I, when I first started, I, when we started here, I've never done any annuities. Yeah. And then I remember I went to a couple of, sales conventions and sales conferences. And then we went to, uh, and I heard Sean Ruggiero. Man, his training was nuts. His training. He was, went on. Here's this video. Here's the Miga. Here's yeah. Tenpei. Here's Flex. What? Everything went so over much my information. head. Yeah. Everything went over my head. So then, uh, so then, and then I, I, I asked Jack some questions. Jack, you, I asked him, I'm like, Hey, you know, how do annuities work? So he, he just said, he ran off some like uh, pretty basic lines and you, cause you, you touched on it. How do you introduce this idea to other people? And then like, there's certain things that he said, I'm like, Oh, that sounds kind of smart. 
I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna repeat that because you know, sounds smart. So then I, I go and tell people that, and then like, I have no no idea what the hell that means. But I'm just like, I'm just repeating, I'm parroting whatever I I learned from these like say sales conferences, and then it got people to to get interested. They're like, oh, how does that work? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I don't have time right now, but let me let me let me get down your information. I want to bring it back to my uh, bring it back to my 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 safe money retirement department or my simple <laughs> retirement solutions department now, which is what it's called now. Yeah. And then and I'll uh, we'll get we'll get together. We'll run in some illustrations, and I'll I'll come back next week. We'll get a chance to go over this together. And then if it if it's if I'm able to help you with that, then we'll see if we can get you approved. Right. And just kept it simple because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's the key is just keeping it simple, just knowing a little bit of something. Right. Hey, you know what? That's a great question. Matter of fact, I don't have the answer to that, but let me call somebody that does. And you'll see that clients actually appreciate that because they they see that you you're generally there to help them and you're looking for an answer to their to their problem. So that's the way I would I would look at it as a new agent. I never saw it as I was incompetent or that I needed to know everything. I just needed to know enough to get them interested. And if they had a question that I didn't know the answer to, I would call somebody like Albert and put them on the line. And that adds up to your knowledge too now. Yeah. Because now you understood the basics. Something complicated came up. Now you upgraded your knowledge. Right, because you, you know. you're going to find out that all the everybody has the same questions. Yeah, And then you've seen how Albert tackled that question, or how he answered it. So when the next client comes on board, they ask the same question. You're like, oh, I know the answer to this. I seen how Albert answered it. Well, since we're on that topic, I mean, you, you actually have done that with a couple of IUL. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I guess for a lot of people when they're brand new or if they, have, they haven't asked for help before, they're just thinking, well, I don't want, I don't want my client to think I don't know what I'm talking about because right. it hurts my credibility. Right. And then they won't want to do business with me where mm -hmm. it's actually quite the opposite. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, um, man, take it from me, you know, um, I'm never afraid to ask for help. I've never looked at it as a, anything negative or me being incompetent. I've always seen it as just a learning experience and let's do what's right for to the client. So, hey, Mr. Client, um, you're interested in this product. Matter of fact, that's a great product. But so this is the way I would answer it. Uh, this is how I started actually. Hey, that's actually a great product. Now, those products are a little more advanced and I'm going to put I'm going to put my uh, my supervisor on the line here who knows how to structure those programs because I want to make sure that we do the what's right by you. And people say, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Perfect. I call Albert three-way line. Let's do it. Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. So don't be afraid to, to ask for help. I think a lot of people sometimes are afraid to ask for help because they don't want to seem like they're incompetent or they don't know. Uh, that's the biggest way to learn is asking, asking for that help. And learning on the job too. So yeah. That's my that's my that's my experience. No, it's, it's good utilization of the resources around you. Yeah, 100 percent So we got plenty more to ask you, Victor, but let's uh <laughs> well well, Jason, are you are you on? Can you unmute real quick? How we doing? We are doing we are blessed. Kobe Bryant, let's go. Come so, on now. Come on. So we, we had you on a couple of weeks ago just to talk touch briefly about a new lead campaign that you were hopping on. Yeah, um, yeah. You and I, along with Trent, along with John, we've we've had multiple conversations prior to you actually committing to that. <laughs> so for anyone that was watching, anyone on here watching that that thought about, oh, the, hey, that sounded pretty good, but I'm not sure if I want to commit yet. Just remember, mm -hmm. it took Jason a little bit. John actually got into it, too, but it took yeah. him. He, he kind of wanted to wait and see a little bit, too, you know, before before he actually got started. Or maybe see some success, success stuff. first. Yeah. But um, so you're, what, three weeks into the into the program? Yeah, just about a full month now. Almost yeah. full month. So 
Yeah. So uh, why don't you share with us the uh, your general thoughts about it so far? Yeah, so far it's it's been great. Like the lead flow, the first week or two, kind of a roller coaster. Like some days I'd I'd get a handful, and then the next day I'd get twenty. You know what I mean? So it was it's it was kind of a roller coaster. And then I I got a little nervous on the days I'd just get a couple, and then I would talk to Terrence, talk to him every day, and he was just reiterating the fact that it takes a while to get into the algorithm and whatnot. So once you hit a month plus, that's when it'll really take off. And I, I've noticed that. I've noticed that a lot. And with with this, I mean, it was it's the most I've ever paid up front for leads by far, which is scary to me. Uh, but it's it's one of those things. If you do it, you're committing to yourself. Like once you do that, you're not going to do it and then quit. You have no option. You have no option. So it's one of those things. I wake up every day. I got leads. I don't have set appointments, but I got leads. I have fresh leads. That I'm going to be calling, you know, and it's been it's been great. It, there's a learning curve to it for sure. It's a different you're selling the same stuff, but it's a completely different client talking to, to vets. And it, yeah, you're just not talking to. I don't know, final expense sales. There's still final expense sales, but it's not the typical person that I've, I've been talking to lately. But overall, it's it's been great. It's been great. Um, just challenging myself uh, to hit certain goals, primarily that that Kobe goal of twenty four. That's still my goal. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's it's been great. It's been good. Good to hear. So as far as the ups and downs, we our, our guy Andrew Kasperwitz is the one you know setting up the campaign for you. So mm-hmm. um, at the ups and downs, I mean, did he prepare you that that's that's what's going to happen at the beginning before it takes some time, or did you, did it catch you off guard entirely? No, he he definitely he was up front with me, hundred uh, percent. He let me know about when to start expecting the leads, and they actually came in sooner than he told me. Like I was expecting it to be a few days after the ad went live, and then I, I literally started. I got my first one within an hour. I only got one that day, but still, you know, like that was that was kind of wild to me. And then uh, he set me up with a, a script and whatnot to say. I, I don't use the whole thing verbatim, but I do use the first, the, the introduction, just to get it rolling. Right. And I mean, everybody that's picked up the phone has known what I'm calling about. You know what I mean? Like some people, they do think it's something else, but they know exactly what form I'm referencing. And that's- They remember that's, filling it up. Yeah. And that's, and that's refreshing to me. And then kind of a learning curve that I've talked to Andrew and- uh, Will Boning, I might have said his last name wrong, but he's, he's doing the same thing. Uh, like we're bouncing ideas off of like when to call these people right away, wait a little bit, wait a day, whatever, trying different things, right? Because initially I was calling them as soon as they were coming hot off the press and getting negative feedback. Like they just, they don't want to be bombarded right away. But then I found like even waiting an hour and a half at most, like that's when I get the best results. You know, they're more receptive. They're more open to the idea to talk you know? Right. And plus, isn't it a very empowering feeling? Cause, cause before you're always like, our, uh, we would have conversations from, from time to time. You're like, yeah. where should I put my money into? What type of lead should I buy? And then it's like, it's a way it's like, it's, it's a lot of energy that we need to consume to like, to, to, to put into yeah, thinking man. about that. You're thinking about it on Saturday, then that it's coming up on Sunday. Then you finally pull the trigger on Monday. <laughs> All these things happen. Right? right. Plus on top of that, then you got to buy a known quantity. <laughs> so like you have a here, he's like, I have a thousand bucks for leads it'll buy me 30 leads or buy me 80 leads or buy me whatever. And it's like, it's finite. So by the time you're done with those, as you're calling through, you're like, all right, got 10 left. I got to make something happen. Five left. I got to make something happen. And then it's like a, it's like a backwards countdown to, you know, till your source resources are depleted. Mm -hmm. And with, with this, I mean, 
but we're we're on live dials and sometimes you're just like you're like this this person sounds crazy blah 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 and we're like <laughs> oh, but the, the beautiful thing about a, a, a lead campaign like this is you know the leads will continue to, to come in so you're operating from a strength of position a position of strength so that exactly. you're able to be like all right well i don't want to waste too much time on this next exactly like i would, I would always get jealous of terrence watching him talk <laughs> like if somebody would give him negative feedback or or, or not care or whatever like he's how you doing keep it moving mentality right. and like he would just say all right I'll put on that. I couldn't help you. And then he like basically hangs up on them. I'm just like, what? Because well, in my <laughs> old mentality is like, oh, crap. Like, like you were saying, my lead flow is depleting. I need to get a sale. He knows. And now I'm in, getting in the same boat. Like, I know I'm going to get, I got more leads to call. You know? <laughs> it's funny because uh, going back to Terrence earlier, I was listening to him. He wasn't mad, but he was just funny. It's like, man, if they don't want to buy it, man, we got other people to sell. It's like going to like a Starbucks. Do you think about you're right in front of the drive-thru and you're saying sell me on this coffee no man get out of here i got the next person in and right. this is what he legit said he said i'm mad he g- i gave him four minutes that's true though that's you know like, and, oh sorry about that. Uh, that that's a that's a mindset i've been trying to um adapt myself because sometimes i catch myself in that mentality like oh man i got five leads left i haven't closed anything and uh, you kind of find yourself a little in that desperate mode but yeah. if you have that terrence mindset it's like, yo, there's somebody out here that wants what I do, and I'm giving, I'm investing my time into the wrong person right now that doesn't want it. Maybe not now. Maybe maybe they do want it, but not right now. That I could be dedicating that time to someone else or making more calls. So that's something that me personally, where I was like, I got to work on that and value my time more and talk to the right people that want to actually move forward with this product here. Right. Yeah, without a doubt. And like earlier this week, or this week, I haven't written a ton, but the the two sales I had the, in low AP, we're talking like not even a family total and but the, the these ladies were in tears grateful we we're able to get them coverage and it's it's it just again it just makes you feel so good and and like we were saying there's somebody else on the list or going to be on the list who wants your help right right and it puts you in that position of it takes the commission breath out of it knowing you have more people to contact and it's 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 amazing and going back to terrence like he won't even really mess around with them hey call me back sometime on sunday like, hey, man, I, I got a thousand people I got to call. I can't be I don't have time to chase you around. And then it puts them like, oh, OK, well, let's just do it right now. You know what I mean? It, it, it puts you in that position of power. It's and it just takes that stress off of where my leads going to come from. Who am I going to call? What file can I look back? Who's who's policy lapse and all that? You can still do all that, but that's not going to be your main source of income. That that, that well is going to run dry. And this is just taking so much pressure off of my lead source that I'm falling asleep at night. Like, who am I going to call tomorrow? I don't know, but I, I'm going to have a spreadsheet full of people I can call, you know, and that's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It just takes all the thinking out and you, you definitely are carrying yourself with a different energy now these days. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. And I was just uh, telling um, Jason about his, uh, his production. Of course, if you guys don't know, he's number four in the company right now in our, in our agency, right. his production shot up and, it's only been three to almost four weeks. Right. And I was yep. saying to our group, like, Jason, did you magically learn a higher sales skill right now? Did you become the, the a number one salesperson? Nothing changed in your skill. You're still talking the same. You're still presenting the same. It's just, you have more at bats now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's just, and, and one thing I did commit, like I haven't taken a, a full day off this month. And that's that's one thing that I told myself. If I do this, I'm 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 gonna do it right. And 
it's just it's just a commitment piece and just you got to keep working you got to keep working and it's yeah it's yeah I'm definitely not better I don't I still like I'm excited to see where it can go you know because it, it is a different client and like yeah I, I feel like I can be more myself for these people because I grew up in a military family you know so a lot of these people are, are currently right now living in the south or midwest so I can really up the up the draw a little bit you know no, and like, no. yeah you know what I mean so <laughs> But it's good. It's good. These are my people. Yeah, there you go. You're working to your, you know, you're working to your <laughs> advantage. Right. But Darren, Darren White's the master. Oh, man. Darren, <laughs> number one, number two right now, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just, just to touch on something that, that you guys were talking about with, with Terrence. I mean, look, when you guys are, we're all, we're all as, as confident as the options that we have, that we have available to us, you know, at our disposal. And then the options that we have to our disposal is entirely predicated on the decisions that we make, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if, if you just make the decision, like, I'm going to commit to this or commit to that, which you're really committing to yourself. If you, right. if you can do that, then the thing is your resources start opening up. And then that point, then you start carrying yourself differently because you're no longer working from a position of need. Right. Mm -hmm. So that that's the key. I mean, like with Terrence, I love listening to his calls because sometimes, you know, we all get the same type of objections generally. So then like, you know, we're listening, we're listening to his call. And then the client starts like giving some BS thing. Like, well, I would accept, except, you know, the thing is like, I thought what, and then Terrence is just like, all right, have a blessed day. And then he just hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, there you go. So that's, call me when you're ready. <laughs> that's power. That, that, that's how, that's how you end up loving your job. Cause like you're not working, doing things that you don't necessarily want to do. Cause right. Terrence recognizes it. He's he's a grateful guy. He has a lot of gratitude in his life. Yeah. He recognizes how many more people that he can go out and help if he doesn't waste his time yeah, on this man. person that's not serious. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and on the live dials, like I still can't. I feel like the number of people on there has kind of dwindled a bit. But I can't encourage if you're new, like get on there, get on there. Like hearing Terrence talk, hearing JP, he's always he's always on, like just hearing different people's approaches and just knowing that they're getting the same daggum rebuttals that you're getting. It, it helps you like it helps you how to bounce it back and, and kind of turn the phone call around or something, you know, cause we're all hearing the same things. There's no way you're making a bunch of phone calls and getting different rebuttals that Terrence or JP or, or myself are getting, you know, there's no way. Right. So it just, it helps you so much just hearing the same thing over and over again. And then it just, it, you soak it in. And it's right. it, it helps you tremendously. So get on that thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a new agent that actually brought up that brought up John because he he was like, uh, I, I wasn't able to be on the live dials at the time, and he's like, he's on, yeah, I'm on live dials, learning about objections. He's like, your buddy that's on the podcast, that's always on your podcast. He's giving a course on objections right now. <laughs> so I was like, that's cool. I was. Yeah. I was getting beat up probably. <laughs> that's that's still. But it's encouraging. It's encouraging. Like, don't mess John. But like, if if you see John get beat up on the phones, that's encouraging. You know, because yeah. like, okay, if it's happening to him, he's been in the game for a minute, right? So it's like, if it's happening to him, what? Don't feel bad if it happens to you. Yeah, I think yesterday I had a, I had a conversation with the guys. Like, yeah, I'm not giving you my bank account. I'm not giving you my social. <laughs> Well, that's that. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I can't proceed with the application. I don't know how I can help you when we can't do an application. Right. All right. So, Jason, answer, answer honestly. Who do you feel better about if you hear John get beat up on live dials or you hear me get beat up on dials? Oh, that's one A. That's one A, one B. I, I, I plead the fifth. I plead yeah. the fifth. <laughs> I was going to give you the answer, but it's funny when I, when someone's watching and they're listening to me and I know I'm, I'm going to beat up. I'm, I'm just doing this. This is not going to go. This is not going to go well. 
so but it's fun though that's funny that you bring that up because i think we had a call where where this um this woman was uh she was giving us a hard time she was giving she was giving our hard time <laughs> but i was um uh, i was muted but it, you know behind that i was kind of like okay cool i'm not the only one you know that gets this here so it was kind of it was cool to see how Albert handled that there. But in a sense, kind of like how you said, uh, Jason, it felt good, you know, to know that I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, but see, I was I was never taking it personally from whatever yeah. she was saying. Like the only the, like I was just thinking like I was frustrated with myself because I'm like, how do I get my point across to her so she understands yeah. where I'm coming from? That was that was like the the biggest thing. But you know, at the end of the day, you win some, you lose some. Exactly. Yeah. She wasn't gonna buy regardless, man. She just wanted to give Albert a hard time. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, I didn't, I didn't even take it as that. I was kind of yeah. just like, all right, you're lost, lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so Chase, before we let you go, um, thirty five hundred seems like a lot of money in a month to pay for a lead campaign. You know, but how many leads would you say you got roughly within the month? Roughly about three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it, took, it took a little bit of time to ramp up, so you're anticipating. Took a, yeah, it took a little bit to ramp up, but within, I, I just looked at it, within the first two or, sorry, within the first four days, I already helped three families. So, I mean, it's, my my goal is to make it back the first week and then everything beyond that's just great, great, you know? But, yeah, but I, I actually just talked to Andrew earlier today. I'm, I'm looking to up it a little bit. So nice. get up, to, yeah, because I got to get, I got to get that Kobe goal. You know, let's go at 24 families. Let's go. So, so definitive 3,500 to, to make what you're making worth it or not worth it for everyone out there watching. hundred percent, hundred percent worth it without a doubt, without a doubt. And with it, I did spend more, I would just be hundred percent transparent. I did have to spend extra costs to get licensed in several other States. So mm-hmm. that, that is something you got to think about, but that's only going to happen once. Right. Right. So I did have to buy several state licenses. So be prepared for that. But it opens up more opportunities yeah, for it's awesome more families yeah. to help. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. All right. Well, appreciate you you spending some time with us and sharing your experience so far. We'll see you on Live Dallas. All right. All right, my man Victor, get get him yes, get him back to you. So, um, how long were you in insurance prior to coming to FFL? So I've been in the game for eight years now. I started in 2015. Um, How'd you first get into it? My sister spoke to me about it. She was working at Forever 21 as a manager. Somebody approached her. She went to an interview, uh, came home, told me about it. I was working as a cook at the time, uh, and I was also going to school, Pasadena City College. And I was already kind of tired of working these long shifts as a cook, making like, I think at that time, $11 an hour wasn't much. Uh, So she talked to me about this opportunity, and I told her, yeah, I'll take a look into it. They called me. I went in for an interview. I'm like, look, I don't know what this is about, but you're saying I could make money. I'm down. (laughs) <laughs> you know, just teach me. So uh, I signed up and, you know, uh, for those that don't know, it took me three times to pass my my state exam. Um, so I didn't see that success right away, but I was learning with, within that time frame of what is what, what's insurance. And it started opening my mind and my eyes. And I was like, OK, people could benefit from this because where I where I live. I would always see people holding signs, you know, can you donate for so-and-so funeral, et cetera. So I started learning about that and GoFundMe's and I'm like, wait, there's a product out there that could, you could buy, you could pay. And if you die, your family gets, you know, this lumps up money. So that's when it hit me. And that's when I was, I started taking it more serious. It's interesting. So on, on that first, the first and second time that when you didn't pass, did it ever cross your mind? Like, eh, maybe, I, maybe I, this wasn't meant to be, maybe. I no, can't. not at all. Not at all. 
Uh, so it, it motivated me to to actually pass. So um, I, I would so it's funny because it was my sister and I at the same time we would go take the exam. And uh, the first time we went, she failed. But my results for, for whatever reason never came back. They said I had, we had to wait a day. So. I was kind of laughing at her. I'm like, man, I passed that exam. I was, <laughs> You're uh, bragging already. Yeah, I, I was like, man, I did so good. I must have got 100% that they said, yo, we got to, you know, we got to see these results. This guy broke the system. Yeah, he broke the system. So. You had 101%. Yeah, next day, results come back. I had like 30%. <laughs> she did better than me. Um, second time we went again, we we both failed. I want to say it took, it took us both three times. But the, the reality was I wasn't studying. You know, I was thinking it was something that I could just memorize and, you know, cheat the system. But once I actually put my head down and studied, I passed I passed the exam. But uh, no, 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 not once it ever crossed my mind. Uh, it just it actually motivated me to pass because now you're very committed to doing it. I was committed. Yeah. yeah. Because for those that don't know, once you fail, you got to pay. You know, yep. the first one, at least for, for where, where I started the first time, it was free. The second time you had to pay out of pocket. So now I'm invested in, and that's the way I looked at it. Like, no, I paid for this already. You know, I gotta, I gotta get the state license and forget how much it costs right now. It's what it could do for us. You know, how much money it could produce later on. Yeah. Well, Victor and I actually we've we've known each other prior to him starting here because you were Marlon, you know, yeah, long time buddy with Marlon. So I I remember we were we were trying to get you over here, uh-huh. and then like I was just like, this guy's really committed to his previous company and i'm like i'm like what's going on we're in deep huh yeah so he worked he worked with a company that focused primarily on term if, mm-hmm. if i'm not not mistaken mm-hmm. so how how's the difference between working there and here uh it's been a huge difference and i think um i never saw the the bigger picture because i was so tied in and so locked in where i was at um in a sense you know kind of brainwashed uh but as soon as i transitioned here i started seeing the bigger picture like okay i'm a broker now i got more options because Back then where I was at is if I couldn't insure you, that's where it ended. You know, okay, sorry, Mr. Client, you didn't qualify, you know, but what happens to that client? That client is left out with no coverage. And obviously I I don't get paid as well. So it's a lose-lose situation for both of us. Uh, coming here, we have we have options. If somebody gets declined, that's not a problem, Mr. Client. Let's go, let's see what, what company could go ahead and approve you now. And what I started realizing as well is that some people have health issues that term is not going to go ahead and approve them for, but let's go ahead and put a program that, that you, that you can qualify for. So once I started understanding that I started seeing, I started understanding that, Hey, what we do here is great. Options is great. And compensation really does matter. Has so, it been more profitable for you so far? 100%. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Good. So that's why I was kind of like, man, what if I would have joined back then? You know, but I wasn't ready. I, I I feel everything happens for a reason, timing as well. Yeah. What triggered it for you to finally like, all right, you know what? Ah, uh, man, that's that's a great that's a great question. So, um, you know, Marlon had always brought it up to me. Um, you know, I would always brush it off. <laughs> I remember. And, and it actually came to the point where he never he didn't bring it up anymore. Stop you know, that. we would hang out and stuff. And uh, I was I was in a I was a point in my career where I said, look, if I really want to pursue insurance, I have to make a change because where I'm currently at, I'm stuck. I don't see myself proceeding here. I don't see, I don't see that momentum. I'm not excited anymore as I used to be. And um, I really had to just see, look, I really looked myself in the mirror and asked myself, what do you want? Do you really want to pursue insurance? Do you see yourself still doing this? And if you do, do you see it where you're currently at with this, with this company? The answer was no. So I said, okay, Marlon, I reached out to Marlon. Uh, he didn't believe me 
you know, he's like, oh, you're playing. Stop playing with me. And I'm like, no, no, like I'm really serious this time. You know, well, what's the steps? What do I need to do? Um, I went over his house. We went, we, we went, we did everything. And um, I haven't looked back since I got that excitement again. I, I got that, you know, the, once you start seeing the results and things that it produces, you start dreaming again in a sense, you know, like, oh, damn, like I just got paid this much. What if I help another family? You know, think things in that in that nature, and you start seeing, like, okay, I I could really be one of these top producers, top earners in in, in this company. Yeah. Well, I mean, Marlon Marlon's done tremendously well, you know, right. here. So yeah. I mean, I I, uh, I kind of knew him from before from the previous company, or at least I I heard of heard of his name. But mm -hmm. I I remember when he got here, all of a sudden things just. He had a little bit of a slow start, then all of a sudden he, things took off for him because he, mm -hmm. he really committed to himself. Yeah. And then uh was there any ever point, any point when you're just like, I don't know if that's real, because like of course they're gonna tell you a great story about how much money they're making and how how great the growth is. Not at all. You you start you start seeing their life change in a sense where it's like, oh damn, okay, he's doing good. Yep. You know, he's making it happen. Um, and, that, and that's what I was able to see where I was like, all right, now, nah, like this is actually working for him. And I've been knowing Marlon for a very long time. I know he wouldn't BS me. Right. So um, it, it just it came it came down to that. And, uh, you know, it, it, at first, my, my biggest fear was what are people going to say about me in the other company? You know, what are they going to think about me? Because obviously you, you have great relationship with these people. But then it comes to a point where it's like, OK, this is about you. This is about your future. You're 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 an adult. They don't pay your bills. You know who cares what they say about you? It's what it's what is what does John want? What does Victor want? What does Albert want? And what vehicle can get him there? Because the vehicle that we're currently at, or where I was currently, at, it wasn't happening. And so, it, it, in a sense, I was fooling myself. Like, oh, this is going to be the year, but there's no there's there's not really a system in place that's going to help me get to that next level. Right. So. Um, that, that's what came down to my decision where I said, yo, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. You know, I gotta, I, I really want to do this. I just got to change the vehicle. You know, I feel like I was in a Ferrari, Ferrari, but I didn't know how to change the gears. Now I feel like I'm in a Honda Civic, but I'm hitting all the gears. <laughs> you got the NOS in it. I got the NOS in there, you know. So hitting all the, yeah. how long, how long did it take you from the time that Marlon started recruiting you to the one you actually capitulate and be like, all right, yeah. let's do it. At least two years, I think. I would say two years. Yeah, if Marlon's been with FFL for maybe three years, I would say two years. And I bring that up because, I mean, like for, for anyone that's out there trying to build a business, I think a lot of times we approach certain people and say, like, hey, you know, I have a good opportunity. And then that person's just not open to it at that moment. It could be timing. Right. It could be it could be something. Or maybe they think you're full of crap. Yeah. And it could be that. But the thing is, consistency over time, if you do it long enough. And plus, I mean, right. the, the thing is, like, we need to – to be humble enough to be like, okay, maybe it's my approach. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can learn how to do this better. I can, I can, I can present it differently, whatever it may be. So the thing is, don't get discouraged if there's people that you want to bring in to the business. Just get better. Figure out, yeah. figure out a better way. Yeah, not just that, but uh, it's also timing, right? With, timing. with uh, it depends if somebody's happy or they're not discontent with their position at, at their current location. You know, from from work whether it's 1099 or, you know, W2, if they're, they're not unhappy, they're not looking to change because a new change is going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. But if they just left their job and they're looking for a new career change, that's the right timing. Then. And right. so you just never know from the one year in to two years to three years until they finally do switch jobs. That's where the opportunity comes in because now right. they know, Hey, 
there's another resource. There's another avenue I can go and I could have Marlon. Right. Yeah, no. So I, w- I would say always keep that relationship. Don't burn that bridge. And that just know that they're watching, you know, they're, they're seeing you, they're seeing mm-hmm. your life progress. And, you know, when, when that, when that shift, uh, you know, clicks, that's when you make the move. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, even, even with me, with Jack, Jack been recruiting me for like years. I mean, even so a company before he yeah. came to FFL, like he, he'd been recruiting me and like, not in a real aggressive way, but he's kept saying like, Oh, Hey, like, like, I would love for you to come check this out and blah, blah, blah. And I was always like, no, nah, I'm good where I'm at. I'm good where I'm at. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, I always knew that, you know, when I heard Jack was doing well, I'm like, good. I'm happy for Jack, but I don't know. I just, I just feel like I can make my own money wherever I, wherever I go. That's where I was at too. Right? Yeah. But I, I'm I, the I, one that drives the value. It's, a, it's an ego thing too. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, it, 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 it wasn't until the timing was right. It wasn't yeah. until the timing was right. I, my relationship ran its course on my previous company. And I was like, yeah, it's time to come And And just, just to further illustrate, I mean, John didn't come over immediately when I came over. I had to I, wait for my tenure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, happen. also I, I, at that point, I wasn't like I need everyone to join me right away. I'm like I wanted to make sure this thing's legit, right? And right. now I can legitimately say it's legit. legit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, before before we uh, get going, because we're we're running out of time, you you got some pretty exciting stuff going on. I saw I saw a picture of you guys at the Wild Card Gym, which is yeah, Freddie yeah. Roach's gym, yeah, out in Hollywood. Tell yeah. us about what's going on. Oh man, so uh, we've. We were able to to lock in a sponsorship with uh with the fighter that's going to be fighting this Saturday. He's going to be the co-main event. For those that are watching, uh, that are boxing fans, I'm sure you guys are familiar with Terence Crawford yep. and Errol Spence. Very big, excited, very big excited. Fight, big fight. So, uh, a guy that I know, he's the co-main event. He's going to be fighting another popular fighter by the name of Isaac Pitbull Cruz. And uh, the way the way this happened was, I actually met this guy a year ago at a fight through a, through another mutual friend. Uh, who he his, his he's like a personal trainer and a meal prep guy okay but he's very well connected with these fighters you know he, that that's that's who he tailors to and um i had so I, I met this guy his name's giovanni cabrera and when i met him i told him hey man um you're gonna be a world champion one day because i had seen his previous fights and you know we 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 uh we exchanged information there fast forward um you know he's the co-main event of this fight and it just it was just an idea. And I reached out to Marlon. I said, hey, Marlon, I got this idea here. What do you think? And Marlon said, let's do it. So I reached out to Jesse. Jesse reached out to, to Gio. Uh, Marlon and I, we, uh, we had lunch with Giovanni. And we told him, hey, you know, uh, we would like to sponsor you. And uh, Giovanni gave us, gave us his number. Uh, by, by, by number, I mean price. Uh, you know, Marlon and I, we slept on it for, for a day. We came back with a counter offer and uh, he agreed to it. But the vision that I told Marlon or that we talked about that, that Marlon and I saw was, Hey, look, this is another, this is a community here. Number one. And two, Giovanni himself is very interested in what we do. He wants, he wants to be a voice to that boxing community because a lot of people don't know, but boxers get taken advantage of left and right. You know, all they're told to do is just fight. Yeah. But nobody ever teaches them about business, money, life insurance. So uh, as we're having lunch with Giovanni, you know, he kind of mentions that we're like, man, that's actually been something that I've been wanting to advocate on in the sport of boxing. So it's funny that you guys are, you know, now we're sitting down and we're talking about all this here. So just uh, it's, it's, it's doors that are opening, you know, as we were having lunch with Giovanni, there was another fighter there who also represented Mexico in the, in the, Olymp- in the Olympics and, 
you know, he said, Hey man, I got a fight. I got a big fight September 7, two. It's going to be televised, you know? Uh, so now, now we're, we're, our, our, our foot is in that door where we, we can sponsor these fighters and become, um, you know, uh, that, that for boxing, for boxers that we could, we could be that those agents for them that could teach them about insurance investments and all those, all those great things. Well, so the sponsorship obviously helps the fighter who's, mm-hmm. who's Giovanni is definitely an up and comer. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's beating up that are not just all tin cans. Yeah. yeah he, so he, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's coming up and he's gonna become a big name. Yes, sir. But so it helps him obviously financially, but what, what does the sponsorship do for you and your, you and Marlon's brand? Oh man. It, it, it brings more clientele. It gets exposure to the brand FFL, you know, excellence, et cetera. And it, you know, part of the deal that we have with Giovanni is that we're going to do something like this, where we're going to sit down, talk about insurance, the importance of it. So Giovanni had, obviously he has a certain following as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just more exposure and it's getting us connected more to these, these other people. Like who's to say we can't sit down with Freddie Roach and talk to him about insurance. You know, we, we met the guy. So that's what it brings to us. And it, it, that, that's, that's the bigger vision there. It's really exciting. What, what we have. So. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely exciting, and we're we're excited to see what it comes with it. You know, again, just talking to Giovanni, win or lose, you know, this is going to be a a relationship, long term relationship that that we're looking to build. Awesome. So it's bringing bring awareness to your brand, bringing awareness to your products and services that you guys can provide out to the community. Mm-hmm. It's 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 putting money in his pocket. It's giving him a. It's increasing his platform when he, when he gets a chance to right. share share this with his his people, the people that mm-hmm. follow him, and if people are watching the fight this Saturday. You're, yeah, you're going to see the logo there. Where, where, where should they be looking? Uh, left side, left side, right above the Mexican flag. Uh, you'll see the logo there. Family first life excellence on there. So, um, awesome. it, it, yeah, it's definitely exciting. You know, uh, just just talking to Marlon, win, lose, whatever happens Saturday night. Nobody could ever take this away from us because this is something that we did um, on our own in yeah. a sense where like, we can say, hey, you know, we sponsored this kid at this moment and let's say he does win we'll see what comes with that as well awesome. so it's definitely exciting yeah that's that's yeah. really cool people's tough yeah, yeah he's Ooh, tough he's gonna, tough it's gonna but... be good fights so, so tune in everybody watch out for, for victor and, and marlon's logo yeah so. and, and that's for everybody you know that's to represent family first life as well i don't think anybody has ever done that you know like put put an insurance business you know maybe car insurance but an actual insurance agency i don't think i've ever seen that Pretty, pretty cool stuff. Smart, man. Yeah. So real quick, before we let you go, uh, if, if there's any agents out there struggling, what advice would you give them? Keep going. You know, um, keep, keep dialing. Keep keep working. Just know that um, it's like uh, thinking, uh, what was that? What's that? Uh, you're, you're three feet from gold. You got to just go through that dirt and you're going to hit gold. And just, uh, just know that all it takes is one, two clients to change and to, to give you that momentum. But also that momentum is built by you dialing. If you're not dialing or doing anything, you're not building any type of momentum. And the loudest person in your in your voice is your own thoughts. So, you know, you're going to start uh, doubting yourself, beating yourself down. But if you're making calls, you know, in a sense, you got to get excited about the, the people that don't answer, the people that hang up on you because you're three feet from gold. That's the way you got to look at it. And lastly, aside from money, Victor, what do you do this for? What I do this for? Aside from money. Oh, legacy, man. Legacy, uh, building building that generation, um, leaving something behind, you know, because the way I view life is life is temporary. We're not here. 
forever. But if you could leave something behind that could carry your last name for forever, that, that that's what excites me. And that's what drives me. Awesome. Cool. Well, appreciate, appreciate all the information. We'll definitely have to have you back on again. Thank you. Appreciate we'll, y'all. We'll all be rooting for Gio this weekend. <laughs> right. Uh, just want to thank Luis for, for coming on and sharing. I want to thank Jason. Thank you, John. Thank you to our, our special guest, you know, Vic, Victor Rodriguez. And thank you to Bryce for, for engineering. Most importantly, thank all of you guys for hopping on. I hope this was helpful. I know I learned a lot. So let's go out there and continue to be elite, guys. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Thank you guys once again for supporting. If you guys want to see more of that, please make sure you like, subscribe, uh, click on this link here to subscribe. Click on this link for the next video.